welcome to Three on the Ones and Twos with your hosts, Tom, Cassie, and James. Just three old friends talking about their favorite records. Think of it as the coolest booklet for music nerds. Oh my goodness, we're all here at the same time? What is happening? For once. Well, the the gods have been kind. Maybe it's, well, I know it's always a beautiful interview. It's always a beautiful conversation with you guys. I, I love this. I treasure it. But uh, so me, me, me being on time, you guys, well, you're much better people than me. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Brian and Mikey from the Trackside Tavern. Absolutely. Who have been so generous and so hospitable with us uh, doing these shows. And uh, Brian is such a wonderful uh, behind the scenes guy. And he loves being behind the scenes. So we actually asked him to be a guest today. And this he, is his pick. He politely declined. He said, nope, I'd rather watch from the back. But he picked a record. Guinness, but he picked a record. And what record is it, James? Well, this is Brian Eno's second quote unquote rock album. Looking very Bowie. Solo, looking right? very Bowie. Solo album. Looking very Bowie-esque on there. It does on look the very Bowie-esque. Right? Taking Tiger Mountain by Strategy, the Nineteen seventy-four, soft, soft, um, kind of concept record, but loose, very loosely concept it, record. It was a loosely concept record. I don't think it was. I think he would. I think he, he, I think he have, said it was a concept record yes. and then forgot, and then did the record, and then said, "Let me, let me bookend some things." I learned make so many record. things, a, a fascinating things about Brian Eno. Thank you, Brian. Love you, Brian. From like, like looking into this. Looking at your notes. Yeah, I have. I do. I, I did. I took notes because Eno is so. It, you know, the thing is, it's like he didn't he didn't Cheers, confine bro. himself to a certain structure, which yes. is what makes him so innovative. But um, but I very very complicated. He puts so much thought into things. I think he is. Um, but he's also very spontaneous. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think he is. But spontaneous by thought. You know, for the artist and for the musician and certainly the music fan and nerd, he is a household name. Yep. But to no one else is he. A household name, you know. Um, but we love yeah. that. We love that he is. I love everything he's produced, all that he's worked on. And I listened to this record, but probably never as a whole. Maybe heard it in soundscapes and parts of films things. over the years. But luckily, Brian, thank you, picked this. And the past few weeks, as I'm working on other projects, last night took the bottle of Merlot. I listened to it as a film, and it was beautiful yep. because. There's so many different ideas, you know, and, and I know we're going to get into this, but like for me, the first half of it, and remember, it came out in 74? Yep. yep. The first half of it almost sounds like I said Bowie-esque as a, as a visual. It does, like- but, the, but musically, it sounds Beatlesque to me, but then the last half of it sounds like Wire or, or pop-pop, like, like art pop-pop, you know, like, unlike- pop, like the pop group or Wire. Unlike the last episode that we did, the Gun Club, um... I... The Gun Club, I could see a lot of different influences. Eno, I think just like, I mean, I, Eno, the only thing I could say that, that I'm like, oh, that sounds like Roxy Music, but it's like Roxy Music, it's like Eno, right, you know? Right. So it's like, well, he did his point. own thing. And, and the thing is, is, so I mentioned Pop Group and Wire, but but th- 
this record came out three years before them. So did, did this record sort of went did, the did other this rec did this record influence those bands? Oh yeah, yeah. When you think about it's like a, it's art punk, it's it's you know I mean you think about Wire or Joy Division, Joy Division or pop, any, pop group as well. Anybody Eno. from the UK, they all listen to Eno and Bowie. A lot of people. And, and, and uh, well, a lot of bands current, like even current, like or going through the years after this album was put out. I mean, they're influenced by Eno. Did you know that Eno did the Windows 95 startup sound? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I just learned <laughs> so, that. That's so, so cool. So, so that's the funny thing. So Brian again picked this, and then we all have our different versions of going into these rabbit holes or, right. or whatever, you know. And it's funny because, you know, you're looking up uh, music, you're listening to it, we're listening to it on vinyl. And you want to we're, learn about the band? We're, you were dissecting songs. I didn't know Phil Collins was playing drums on a song, right, which is right. awesome. So, so which like, is, so, so Eno was was obviously a prog fan at one point. Well, maybe he, he's old mates with Phil. There was a reason. He helped out on the, on the Genesis album, on the Land Yeah, he helped out into a train. So, which is an awesome record and I'm sure at some point in the future like, if you guys um, you know it will be it might be a, a topic on one of our shows Mother you know, Whale you know. Eyeless yeah that, that is like um, probably one of my least favorite but I think it's oh, maybe I think it's no I think it I mean I, I think all these are wonderful so I when I say least favorite yeah. I'm like eh. I mean it's really just saying that I don't like them as much as the ones right, that right, I love right, yeah. um, but I I don't like the and it works in other parts but I don't like the female chorus like that you know how it kind of intersects with that yeah, that's, you know what I'm that's saying the, that pink flag that kind of yeah I don't I mean it, it, it seems like it's it's uh, actually Robert Wyatt it's Robert Wyatt he has a very High voice. Is it no, 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 no. I think it, there's actually. Oh, what do you mean with that? I'm thinking of on, on the second side. Well, I was going to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I was going to say. Uh, even right. when they describe the record, they say they say uh, they say Robert Wyatt comes in with a high, soft voice. Yeah. Like, yeah. like but intentional. No, but on, on Mother Whale Eyeless, that um, there yeah. there is I, I forget her name. Um, but well, like, I guess I guess only, singer. There's only way. There's only a way we can look it up. I don't know that it's on. The liner notes. I didn't see it on the liner notes. Actually, this doesn't have a ton of liner notes. I love the record, and but I will say uh, this: first of all, fourth time is a charm. I'm glad we were all on time. I know. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, this, like a record like this, whether it's whether it actually achieves being a. Uh, you know, like a concept or not, it still is a body or a piece of work that I'm humming along, glass, drinking a glass of red wine and stuff, and yeah. loving on like song seven or, or you know song two or side B or whatever it may be. You know, and but but I couldn't tell you what my favorite song is on a record like this because I listened to the whole thing. It is for very short. Much. It's an art. It's an art it's piece. Like, it's an, an entire art. album. Yeah. And just to say, so just to provide some context here, this is you know Brian Eno. Um, was in Roxy Music, yep. the first two Beautiful. Roxy Music albums, uh, which are, are those first two are masterpieces. I mean, and, and Roxy Music is, is a great. Roxy Music is amazing, but people, for anyone who wants to dig deep and loves to do research, early Roxy Music is just as much goth. I mean, like they are, they 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 are they're so, they're they're so weird, like space pirates, yeah, they, but, and they're but making like, crazy some, rock their songs music. create yeah. an element of danger. They create a mood where you see smoke. You know, in the air. I know? wonder how much of that is Eno, though, because he well, was really innovating. He, he was very much the art student. Him and yeah. Phil Manzanero, the guitar player, were, were, were huge 
Archers who, 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 is, who is all over this. Who's who's all, all over this. All over yeah. this and, and all yeah. over the all, Eno records. All over so, the yeah. Eno records, yes. So, so Brian Eno leaves Roxy Music after For Your Pleasure, the second album. Then he, he does his first solo album, yeah. Here Come the Warm Jets. Which is... Which is funny. Which is funny. If Brian yes. Palantino was kind enough to be on screen, but we yep. respect that, I would ask him why that wasn't his pick, because that is the record I've listened to most Really? Oh, yes. Oh sure. my goodness. Well, you, you know, know, as like a huge Bauhaus fan, like I'm like... We're kidding. I'm, we love you, Brian. I'm so drawn to uh, Third Uncle. I mean, well, I think that that might have been, without me realizing it, like my introduction to E now. Uh, just like I think that was a lot of people of our generation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Third Uncle is probably the first you know song they heard if they song, were into Bauhaus. Song, right. For song, sure. For yes, sure. Yes. But you know what? Yeah. Then, like I'm a huge Bauhaus fan, so no dissing on Bauhaus. But I like we this not, better we, because we're, of we're that, that grinding guitar sound it's at so, the end is like, it's like it's so Bauhaus crazy. doesn't like. I, I mean, they do an amazing job. That was my they first do. introduction. But wow, that oh. It's, it's very, it's sex and it's violent. It's just, it, it's, 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 which is actually like the, okay, so the whole title of this album, right? And you corrected me on the minute because I was like taking Tiger Mountain by storm and you're like, no, by strategy, right? Strategy. Which is actually important that, mm-hmm. that I messed that up because, um, so it's named after uh, like some, some opera from like the Chinese Revolution. Well, it is, it's, so the concept itself, Loosely, I'd say he had a batch of six or seven songs that there was there was a theme that that came that sporadically came in and out of this Chinese opera. Well, the, yeah, the, yeah, well, uh, the opera based yeah, on it, yeah. but also like the name, like the he separated it, um, taking Tiger Mountain, and then in parentheses by strategy because he said that it's kind of like. Um, like this dichotomy between like militarism and being like archaic and like mm-hmm. taking over things and then yep. the modern like by like thinking like not sure, just being so sure. barbaric and like which is yeah. amazing because and, then and the sound and the sounds are almost barbaric some of them are like a lot grittier yep. and then there are other songs that are like a little sweet or something I don't like yeah. those as much I like them but you don't like, you like saying sweet but I know what you're saying uh, yeah, it, there's some like of it's smiling sweet. some of it's pretty and, yeah, and, and, the, funny, and the funny thing is is because uh, I hear thank you James I hear uh, I hear um you know, growing up listening to Mighty Python or watching Mighty Python with my dad and my brothers, like I almost hear the songs, themes, or, or not, not, not lyrics, but like soundscapes that sound like something that'd be in the scene in a Monty Python film or a movie. It's very British. Well, it's the, very British. Well, this is you know? something I learned. And then, um, but but also I hear in a weird way something that maybe while well, Zappa was around already. So, but like Zappa, but and then and then and Pink, Pink Floyd, but then. For sure. but Big time! I hear like beat, beat, it's like is 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 this his version of a Beatles song? Right. And is this his version of an art punk song that Wire later on said this is our band, this is our theme, this is our sound. Something you know? I learned about Eno was that in this album and many many times they would have the, the music down, 
back of tracks, and then he would just sing syllables. Yes. And then come yeah, up with the lyrics. He would, so, that's so, his yeah. singing style. So, the, his the, songwriting the, style. Well, the voice is an instrument, yep. and whatever sounded right mm -hmm. worked. And then from there, he'd say, "Well, now let me put words that make which sense." Which is kind of why, you know, which, which yeah. kind of works amazingly because the lyrics are so. I mean, they're so all over the place. Yeah. They're futuristic just because they, they're right. weird. And, and, it's and, just they're, not, and they're certainly yeah. not lyrics that you would think, you know, the traditional singer-songwriter would say. Because you're like, wait a minute. It that doesn't make any that sense. That makes zero sense. But the fact that it makes zero sense makes complete sense. You know? Well, yeah. It's and, like, and that's, well, like the... Cheers, guys. Um, oh, cheers. Gosh. Much love oh, and respect. Uh, love you guys. Uh, um, thank you, Checkside Tavern and Jameson. So, oh, one oh. thing they did on, on ah. this album, Brian Eno and Peter Smith. No pets were uh, hard. Oh, this, are you going to talk about the, the yes, because that's the, the yeah. other strategy thing. That's the other strategies. thing that I was thinking about with uh, by strategy. Why yeah. I wonder if he didn't think of that. Talk about oblique strategies, because this is so, fascinating to me. So this was a, a, a strategy, or this was like a, a concept that he brought onto this album and has, has used it ever since. Is is this and his it's based on and not just his albums, but also and, and, with and, other people, and, and, with like yeah. with you two, with anybody else he's produced. The he, he brings this in. So cool. It's kind of like it, it's based on the I Ching, so it's also very related to China and Chinese philosophy. But it's it's almost like a horoscope that musicians will use in producing a record. They'll like, for a song or something, yeah. he, will, he will bring the oblique strategy. We blocked the deck, And he, he's done a hundred of them with Peter Schmidt. Sure, yeah. I've always wanted to get a set because they've actually printed like cards of like the oblique strategy. And it's, 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 some it's, online it's, now. It's, 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 here to here, you will have your success. So so here are the hundred oblique strategies. Oh, you got, you got, you run down? So I, I, this I is have so them cool. printed out. Thank you. And, this is so Awesome. We can all choose an oblique strategy. Oh, yeah, let's you're do not, this. When, when you're playing in a, in a band, I, I think the idea is that you, you read it and you don't tell anyone. It's sort of like a fortune cookie. Sure, it's, it's, like it's, 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 your, it's, your, it's your special But mostly secret. when you get blocked, right? Like you go up and it's it kind to of like tells you something you to push creatively you. to play yeah. differently than you normally would. It's sort of to like stretch yourself out. In, in, a, in a creative so way. Awesome. So awesome. used is, in different, that different is, ways. That is every definition of next level. Like, yeah. Like, Actually, like, after like researching... You and, I, you and I as musicians and artists, why didn't so we think about this? So like, you know, maybe we'll have some more success. So, so, so pick an oblique strategy. It could be nonsensical. It could yes. be whatever. But um, tell me what you got. Well, I love it. It says, uh, do, you, do you want me to say Yes, it? yeah. Hi there, nice to see you. Hi, I like your glasses. Um, mine says, list the qualities it has. List those you'd like. So simple. Yeah. Wonderful. Just let it like bounce so around in there's your head. 10 qualities that it has, and I like three of them. Mine doesn't you know, make. Which, you know, whichever it is. Uh, mine doesn't make as much sense to me, but. And maybe it would to a music. I don't know. Make a blank valuable by putting it in an exquisite frame. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Make a blank valuable. Or is that like basically saying like if you put like just a, a blank, just a blank white whatever in like an exquisite frame, it actually like highlights it. It's whatever you think it is. Well, I was going to say. It is whatever you think well, it is. That's I, what's so well, amazing I, so about it. So I'm going to go the exact opposite of what James said. Okay. 
the word blank is for you to fill in. So make yeah, something. So okay. make so you make this thing about it, but but that. Becomes, but that's kind of what but, James said, though. But yeah. But the, okay. Yes. But but that you make that you make that thing one thing. But no, he also could be made of blank. I mean, it's just, but, okay, yeah, read yours. Mine says, consult other sources, unpromising. Whatever that is. See, that would, so I understand yours. That I don't understand. But but also, much respect, Eno. No, but I I actually kind of, that one I kind of understand a little bit more. Now I understand it more after, like, what you said. But they wrote these themselves. They invented them. And... And what year do you think they? Because what year do they start was, making them in effect as a practice? It was on in this the album, early, like, 1974. So, 70, so, so basically, 1973. The guy, so the yeah. Peter Schmidt, Peter you know. Schmidt designed the album cover, did all the lithographs of Brian Eno. They they collaborated together on the the uh, oblique strategies. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred of yeah. them right here. Oh my goodness! And uh, which you guys, everyone should amazing. everyone should look these up um, and use them in not only in art well, or making music. Life. I think that's one of the the things about Eno. So this is you. That is you. Is that, is that you? You're picking and choosing. <laughs> yeah, consult other sources unpromising. I, but I think that that, I, that makes sense to me, though. Because it's like, ask... I was going to say... Ask, up, like, that, look, that, look well, other that, places... Well, that, should, that should be me. Look, I think it's like, look other places, even places that maybe... <laughs> that Aban- maybe you might question. You know, like, yeah. look, look, look for guidance in even places that you maybe don't feel so secure about. Abandon normal instruments. That I, mean, that like, I yes. completely understand. Uh, so because, many of these are uh, beautiful. You know, a, a car door you know, closing. We could do a whole show on these. Yeah, though, a really. car door closing or a car horn or we jail could, cell do, slamming. This is, those are percussive This is one of the most fascinating things I learned. And it's something that so many artists today use. Like, like um, even artists that, that Eno isn't producing like have, have attempted to use these. And yeah. people are buying them because they're really beautiful. Well, that I mean, is it's like, it's, it's yeah. an amazing concept, which kind of is like, Eno, like it's like on one hand he's like like he's giving up to the universe and just like being like take me wherever you know wherever I feel like going at the moment but Mm -hmm. at the other time he's so he's so intelligent I mean I kind of want to leave I I kind of want to leave here today and write like ten songs Ooh. and have you play with me and, and basically and you, I want you on this record <laughs> so, you gotta be on this record somehow I don't care if it's you laughing or singing yeah. or singing but I want to do a record and li- literally look at these and say how can we make each one of these work for this record so Tom you were thinking about this well abandon that go with this well put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and Tom and go with this place. and uh, well I'm here to say to you I'm willing to do that let's do that <laughs> you know, you know, those records are very inspiring. Um, Always, he did four albums that are like kind of were thought of as his like rock records. So, here come the Warm Jets. Yes, taking, that's the record. Yes, taking Tiger Mountain by Strategy, Another Green World, and Before and After Science. And then in the in the meantime, he started getting more kind of esoteric and making and, these ambient records. And such a such a genius producer as well. Produced some of the greatest four albums. One of them was about. Oh, I thought you were saying like I. Oh, uh, um, here come the warm jets was his first record. Right, right. right. That has babies on the fire. That's the main one that I know. You know yeah, all me too. Those, that's the one that like 
and he actually toured. He did six shows. He, he didn't know that he was a rock star. What, what, I'm gonna, what am I going to do? I'm out of Roxy Music. Okay, I'm going to play. I'm going to go on tour. And so we got this pub band called the Winkies. Yeah, wow. So Eno and the Winkies. And Did they, not know that. They played six shows, and then he had a collapsed lung. And then that was the end of his touring career. He was like, but I'm not know, a performing artist but anymore. was that around the time that he... So he ended up homebound at yep. one point. And his girlfriend at the time, I don't know, was like, like bringing him music to listen to, whatever. And he is actually the person who coined the phrase ambient music. Sure. And, and that came out of that time that he was he was sick and he was kind of bedridden. Yeah. And then and then so then he made he made this album. He made Taking Tiger Mountain by Shredder. Right. He made another Green World, which is people think it's like the first. I mean, he started really getting into like kind of ambient music at that point. Yeah. It's he very, made Before and After Science, which is like this crazy collab. Like it's it's a mishmash of a lot of stuff. But then you know started moving forward with all of his like discrete music, music for airports. Music for airports is that record is so is, is amazing. That, that, that's the record I could sleep to. Yeah. Uh, you know who, who it, plays piano? Who plays the piano line on on Music for Airports? Oh, uh, good question. Tell me now. Robert Wyatt. It is. So it is also on this album. So he they they worked they work together. They worked sure, together yeah. forever. Are we going to talk about God, the individual God, songs? God bless. God bless Robert Wyatt. Does anybody want to talk about the individual songs on here or their favorite songs? We're going to have to move fast because we're running out of time. Running time. Thank you. Steve. Um, and Steve is helping us. Thank how you. Many? Cheers. Thank you. Steve. Matt's helping us. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Steve. Check out the camera. I mean, well, I, well I, I know for me, like I said, it's certainly a piece that I've been listening to. And, you know, yes, knowing that, you know, Phil Collins played on the Mother song or, you but, know, Robert Wyatt sang on this song. But but really, for me, it's, 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 but, it's listening to a movie. Like, but did anybody else notice that, I mean, that Burning Airlines gives so oh, much, yes. which I love, we love that. is also like Taking Tiger Mountain has that same melody but slowed down. Like so, it's like really kind of like a. I'm sure there's something behind it. But, but no, it like it's makes sort of, it like. Well, a and Burning Airlines is is a, is a direct reference to the the revolution. A lot of these were. But also about a plane crash. Yeah. But I, I think, think he kind of like shoehorns in these ideas. Which I love the band Burning Airlines, by the way. So oh, I, me too. I, I, I wonder if if uh, they were I know if they was, were Eno fans. Yeah. I hope so. It was sure. like homage to. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I, I was, think I was you know. The Fat Lady of Limburg is my favorite. Favorite. It's my favorite. Although I put little, so when I go through these, if it's something that like I'm like going through and listening for the book club and what we're gonna talk about, and like so I listen and like I put oh, little hearts you, next Brian. to like the ones that I and it's like there are hearts over most of these and it's like like um, put a straw under baby is like meh and like the mother whale well, eyes I don't like but, the see I but, love no, that like, song no and the thing is, is I think they I like all the more work. sinister songs on here they all work as as a whole though. And that's to I me what I'm saying. I love it is very much you put on the record. Yeah, like when I listen to Tom Waits Rainbow, but I think, it's, I think it's he play, thought of movie, that. But know. I think he thought of that where it's like some yeah. of them to me. I don't know if the, the the saying too sweet. Like if there's sweet and then there's also sinister. If that was part of the concept yeah. of taking Tiger and Mountain by strategy. Like it's almost like archaic and then you know modern like you know yes. it, it's it, that's like really beautiful 
I would say his I albums would, are really a work of art. I mean, really, I'm gonna say that. He is, a, and I'm such a huge fan of him as a producer. Yeah. And uh, he is responsible for some of my favorite records as an adolescent. Uh, that uh, I knew him more of as that, you know. Yeah. But then being uh, well, the music nerd, I love going into those rabbit holes, those wormholes, and studying and learning more and more about these people. And then when you're like, wait a minute, well, I knew this. I knew his first album. But this, he did this album in nineteen. I think we could talk about Eno for like, yeah, you could like, yeah. I mean, we, you, for well, at least, (laughs) at least two hours on a show, and nobody wants to. We know we need to talk about a letter. Is we're developing a fan base. Thank you, everyone, for sending letters in. And I didn't know people have crushes on James, but but also tell me something. But like it doesn't sur- it doesn't I surprise get it. me. I he's get beautiful. It. He's I adorable. Get it. So like, yeah, this right here. He's from, a good looking guy. I, he's smart. He's a beautiful man. And he's very creative. Yeah, I get love it. him. Love him. This is for you. Thank you. Oh. All right, let's see what we got here. I'm gonna go play it cool. Have some beers with you. This is a letter from uh, Sue, a fan Sue. She spells it S-I-O-U-X. What? what? That's, that's, that's yeah, so random. Sue wrote to me and said that, James, I love the show, and I want to hear, I, I love that Cassie is a female as one of the three, of course. And I want to be sure that there are females represented on these episodes. There will be. And so we would do that. That this is very much, uh, you know, we've gone through our three records, right? Mm-hmm. So so moving forward, it's absolutely a balance. And, and it's Sue, very very important it's so to me. Important. Very important. And, that, and I'm so happy that Sue brought that up. Thank you, Sue. And I, and I, I think that's so important. Um, for me, I want. I'm, I'm, third, I'm a third. third. I want one third, at least one third. <laughs> yes. I would take. I would take it to the next level and say, women represent half of the world. Let's do so half. It should be every, I'm cool every with other, that. every other guest we that. have should be uh, a female. Uh, we love women. They are so much smarter than us men. Yes. Um, everyone has a voice. Everyone has an opinion. Yes, we plan on having guests, and we want beautiful men and women to stop by, have a Guinness with us, maybe some Jameson. Talk, talk about, about their favorite talk records. Talk about records. Woo-hoo! I'd really like to thank Brian for this. This is a, a record that's I'm really so in happy my wheelhouse. Yeah. 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 This, this is your, this is your yeah. Not all records coming up I'm going to know very much about. That's, and that's beautiful. That's, that's amazing as well. But Well, I can't, okay, I James, okay, like, I can't so wait for that you to know, You know a lot about a lot about when it comes to music. You, yeah, you, you, sure. you're good at I, I, I got news for you. He does know a lot about a lot. He does and I'm going to be honest with you for, from now on in the future. I know a little about a lot. You know a little about That's a lot, and I know I know a lot about something, you know a lot about and little. nothing you know about something. You know a lot about a little. Uh, thank you, Steve. Thank you, yes, Matthew. Thank you, thank you, Trackside Tavern. Thank you, Brian, for picking this record. Cheers, Woo! everybody. Three and the ones and twos. Three and the ones and twos.